When we give our life to Him and we trust Him, then when we face the fires in our life, that's when we get to see how great He really is. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sports product lines, including Nebo tools and flashlights, sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Bobby would like your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org. Now, get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby. Well, last Sunday, I received news that a building that we own in Halton City had caught fire and burned. So, when I drove out to survey the damage... I really wasn't prepared for the destruction that I found. The building, which had been an Arby's restaurant, was nothing but a charred, burned-out pile of rubble. So, walking through the ruins, it was obvious that the place was no longer of any value. For over 40 years, that Arby's had been a thriving and productive place. But now, no more roast beef sandwiches, no Jamocha shakes, no jobs for some people, and no rental income for us. When a building like that burns down, there was a few signs of what once was there, but you just knew that there's nothing productive going to happen. Now, how many know that God can always use what happens in our life, both good and bad, to teach us things? you believe that? Well, standing there in the middle of this burned-out disaster, I couldn't help but make the comparison to people that I've known, including myself, who have experienced burnout in their life. I remember a time when they were full of life and living for the Lord, but then something happened. Divorce, bankruptcy, family tragedy. And instead of turning to God like they had been taught, they just gave up and they became burned out spiritually. Just like our building, there were signs of what was once there, but they were lifeless, hopeless, and certainly not producing anything of value in their life. Well, you know, with our buildings, we purchase something called insurance. We always hope we don't have to use it, but it's a great comfort to us to know that it's there when we have a disaster. When I walked through the rubble with the insurance company the other day, they said, don't worry, Mr. Bollinger, you have full replacement value. We're going to restore everything you've lost. It's going to be brand new. It will be better than ever. Don't you know the greatest insurance policy we could ever have in our lives is Jesus Christ. Like the old song says, he's our blessed assurance. When we give our life to him and we trust him, then when we face the fires in our life, that's when we get to see how great he really is. He's the great restorer. Josh reminded us last week 
in Psalm 23. He restores my soul. You see, in life, we may get burned. But in Christ, we are never a total loss. He can take our burned out, worldly, beaten down life and in an instant make us whole again. He can achieve full replacement value with us. And he can raise us up brand new and better than ever. And we know this is true because we've seen it. And we've experienced it in our own lives. Do you know someone who's burned out today? Are you possibly facing spiritual burnout in your life right now? Well, if you know someone like that, I hope you'll invite them to church with you next Sunday. Because they'll hear the most amazing life-changing story ever told. And if you're feeling burnout in your life, let me give you some great news. You have insurance today. Jesus Christ paid the premium for you. And he can and he will restore and refresh your soul and breathe life into your situation. And you can believe it. Because the word says this, stand and see this great thing which the Lord will do right before your eyes. Can you say amen for the, Lord, for the word this morning? There's no need to be burned out today. We have Jesus. Where would we be without God's forgiveness? Coming up next, learn how important it is to give forgiveness to someone who has hurt you. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. What's less than two inches big, fully rechargeable, and comes in three sporty colors? It's Nebo Tools Micro Pocket Light. Impossibly bright and unbelievably small, the Micro features six unique light modes, including the 400-lumen turbo mode and three LED color lighting options, red, green, and white light, to accommodate any situation. The Micro is small enough to conceal in your hand or fit on your key ring. This powerful pocket light even comes with a stainless steel necklace chain to keep this light with you wherever you go. Choose red, black, or silver to match your personal style. Find Nebo Tools' intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the tiny yet powerful micro pocket light at batteries plus bulbs outlets, in hardware stores everywhere, and online at NeboTools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Use the promo code ChristianRadio and receive a 10% discount on your order at work, home, or play. For the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. And now back to On the Bright Side as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. How many of you are thankful for the saving grace of God that forgave you of your sins? I know I am, and I'm sure that you are. It's an easy question to answer where we would be without God's forgiveness. We would be nowhere, we'd be lost. So I want to talk about forgiveness for just a moment, but not the receiving kind. I want to talk about how important it is to give forgiveness. You see, we've all done wrong, and we've all been wronged. But most of us are better at asking forgiveness for what we've done wrong than forgiving those who have wronged us. Many believe that we don't have to consider forgiving until someone who's done us wrong comes up to us and asks for it. But forgiveness should start with us. And it's important for us to move past anger and bitterness in our life. And believe it or not, some of us don't even know how to forgive. 
And for many of us, it's very difficult to forgive. But you know, I believe the Word shows us that we have to forgive. That it's not an option not to forgive. I discovered something this week. I, I went to the Word to read the Lord's Prayer. And that's the prayer that we say together here each and every Sunday. And what is referred to as the Lord's Prayer is found in two places. Once in the book of Matthew, and then again in Luke. And what was going on is the Lord was teaching the people the right way to pray. And in the Lord's Prayer, we are to pray that God forgive us our sins. And sometimes it says, it translates as trespasses. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those that sin against us. And what I discovered is that in Matthew... At the end of the prayer, the very next verse says this. For if you forgive men when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But, it goes on, if you do not forgive men their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. And to be honest with you, in the Bible I was reading, you can't even tell if the Lord's Prayer was meant to end without including this verse. So the Lord himself thought that our need to forgive others is so important to have a relationship with him that he repeated it and he reemphasized it when he taught us how to pray. So we have to forgive. And here are a few things to remember about forgiveness. The first thing is, forgiveness is a choice. It's not an emotion. It's an act of our will. It takes faith to forgive. Because your heart and mind doesn't feel like it. If you're hurt and holding on to anger and resentment towards someone, you're already suffering the consequences of your unforgiveness. And those around you can tell it. When you forgive by faith, out of obedience to the Lord, that's when you begin the journey of God supernaturally changing your heart. And the next thing is that one of the greatest misconceptions about forgiveness is the belief that forgiving the offender means you condone the offense. When we forgive, we let the person off the hook. But we don't condone their wrongful act. And in fact, forgiving someone doesn't mean that you necessarily have to reconcile with them. Because forgiveness is a very personal matter. It's about finding peace over a person and their actions. It's about making a choice and letting it go. I love this old saying. It goes like this. It says, there is no revenge so complete as forgiveness. You may have to think about that a second. There is no revenge so complete as forgiveness. And finally, we have to remember that forgiveness is a miracle. We know this because our hope, our salvation, our future is based on what Christ did to forgive us. So when we forgive and we demonstrate a characteristic of Christ that we could never do all by ourselves. You see, forgiveness isn't just writing off a wrong as if it was no big deal. Or if it, or like it just didn't matter. 
Forgiveness says, yes, it was wrong, and yes, it didn't matter, and yes, it did hurt. But I release it in Jesus' name. And that's when the miracle of forgiveness happens. And that's when healing starts to begin in your life. The Word says that Christ comes to heal and restore the brokenhearted. So whatever you have that's holding you back, whatever someone's done to you that you can't get past, it starts with making the choice to forgive. It's not hard once you take that first step, and you can do it. And you need to remember this. You'll never forgive anyone as much as God has forgiven you. You might ask, how can I know for sure that I really forgive someone? You'll know the same way you knew when God forgave you. You'll be free from the hurt and the pain and the bitterness that your unforgiveness had you bound in. We have to forgive. And I know there's freedom for you today if you're struggling in that area of your life. I love this saying too about forgiveness, and I think it's Corey Tinboom who gets the credit for it. She said this, Forgiveness is setting a prisoner free and then realizing the prisoner was you. Did you know that Joseph was a slave and yet God said he was a prosperous man? Stay tuned to hear how to anticipate God's favor in your life even in difficult times. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. I love the intense brightness and durability of Nebo Tools flashlights. Listen, my neighbor lost his keys, and I asked if he had checked on the seat of his car. He had, but I handed him my Nebo Tools second-generation Slide King flashlight, then I told him to look again. He found the keys. My neighbor was impressed. This flashlight is so bright, I want one of these, he says. So I ordered him Nebo Tools second-generation Slide King flashlight. An amazing high-power 500-lumen flashlight, chips-on-board work light, red light, and red hazard flasher. It's equipped with programmable memory settings for each light mode, has four times adjustable zoom, and it's rechargeable. Find Nebo Tools intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the powerful rechargeable second-generation Slide King flashlight at batteries plus bulbs outlets, in hardware stores everywhere, and online at NeboTools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Use the promo code Christian Radio and receive a 10% discount on your order at work, home, or play. For the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the Bright Side. But first, how many know it's really hot out there? I'll tell you how hot it is. It's so hot that NASA, NASA, announced today that even though they are shutting down the space program, they are launching their new long-range popsicle missile program to cool things down. Isn't that great? Can't wait. Got to keep those jobs going. I want to share on the subject of prosperity. Prosperity by going back into the Word all the way back to Genesis where God teaches us about prosperity through the life of a young man named Joseph. Now, what's interesting about 
one of the first lessons on prosperity is that God uses an oxymoron to do it. Now, if you don't remember what an oxymoron is, or you think an oxymoron is a distant cousin of yours, <laughs> I, I have one of those. For ex let me explain what an oxymoron is. For, for example, if you say airline food, that's an oxymoron. Uh, or if you say congressional ethics, unfortunately, that's an oxymoron. Okay, so you get it. But an oxymoron is when you combine contradicting terms. But in Genesis... Chapter 39, it says this. And the Lord was with Joseph, and he was a prosperous man. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. So Joseph is identified as prosperous. But wait a minute. Just a few verses before this, we learn that Joseph was a slave having been sold into slavery by his own brothers. So our lesson on prosperity comes from the life of a prosperous slave, which is certainly a contradiction in terms of our understanding of prosperity. Therefore, it seems like an oxymoron, a prosperous slave, because in our culture, we see prosperity as having all the trappings of wealth, money, cars, property, etc., you know, one thing I love about the Word of God is I don't believe God made any mistakes in it. I believe He had a reason for everything. And I don't think it was an accident that way back in the beginning, God pointed out to us through the story of Joseph that being prosperous and having prosperity is not about making money or accumulating wealth. Joseph was a young man who came to know the Lord as a teenager. He sought after the will and destiny that God called him to. And though he suffered greatly and had setbacks along the way, he trusted God. He had integrity. His prosperity was his promise because of his relationship with the Lord. So what we find here is God views prosperity much differently than we do. Material things are not an indicator of prosperity. True prosperity is simply knowing that God is with you in good times and in bad times. True prosperity is His vision alive in your heart. True prosperity is not found in finances but in the favor and the blessings of God. And in His anointing. And in His power at work in your life. And if we think that God's favor is just the increase in our finances, then we have a diminished and limiting view of what God can do. And we need to have our eyes open to the true prosperity that God can give that goes well beyond our carnal knowledge and understanding of wealth. Joseph was a slave in the house of a rich and powerful man, and yet God saw Joseph as the prosperous one. Joseph knew he was prosperous because he knew prosperity comes from God and not from man. 
Because he trusted God, he had a confidence on the inside that was not affected by his circumstances on the outside. The word says this, Remember the Lord your God, for it is he who produces or who gives you the ability to produce wealth. I think the most important takeaway in this story of Joseph, the prosperous slave, is we need to stop interpreting so many of God's principles as relating to just our finances. Joseph, listen to this, Joseph had a prosperity mentality. And he lived a very successful life with many accomplishments. But God didn't measure his prosperity by what he had on the outside, but from what he had on the inside. And what he had on the inside is where all the prosperity came from, including the sizable external wealth that he created. The word says, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. So we don't want to limit God by praying for Him to prosper us just financially. We want to pray for God to prosper us in what? In all things. In all things and in everything that we do. Today, I hope you know that you can prosper in the Lord and in the world because of the confidence and faith you have in Jesus Christ. You can prosper just like Joseph, even in tough financial times. So don't get discouraged. Anticipate, anticipate the blessing and favor of God in your life. And I promise you, something good will happen to you in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights. Relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play. Let Nebo light your way. Learn more about Nebo Tools at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197. Pregnant, single, alone. Where does a young woman in this situation turn to for help? Embrace Grace. Does your church stand in the gap for young pregnant women in need of love and support? Embrace Grace. How can a congregation be both pro-life and pro-love? Embrace Grace. Embrace Grace responds with love to women in an unplanned pregnancy. Embrace Grace reaches out with kindness and acceptance and without judgment. Nearly 500 churches offer Embrace Grace, a gospel-centered program designed to help single pregnant moms let go of past hurts and wounds and prepare them spiritually, emotionally, and practically for motherhood. Embrace Grace paves the way for young single women to become spiritually and emotionally healthy parents. Visit EmbraceGrace.com 
or call 817-755-8484 to learn how your church can embrace grace. That's embracegrace.com or call 817-755-8484.